Welcome to the Podcast Connector. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes tips on all things entrepreneurship, spreading your message, and the podcasting space. Plus, we will connect you with some amazing people in health, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Let's dive in. Today, I am here with a very special guest who is a new host, Kaylee Christina. What's up? I'm hey, trying, not to, <laughs> trying not to laugh because our world of podcasting has finally collided. It has finally After like collided. six years. I know. It's so cool. It's so full circle. So um, for those of you listening, Kaylee is new to the podcast connector, but not new to my life. And she is going to be the new co-host here on the Podcast Connector. So I thought it would be fun to do kind of an intro episode with Kaylee so y'all can get to know her because you'll be hearing a lot from her. Moving forward, I am really excited to have her as part of the Podcast Connector team. This is a long time coming. Very excited. You know, I had you in mind the second I started this business. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I've t- I told other people secretly, but I never brought it up to you because oh my gosh. you were otherwise occupied. But I had mentioned it to a few other people and everybody was like, oh my God, Kayla would be so, so helpful in that business. And I was like, I know, but she's just like really busy. So I am like smiling from ear to ear <laughs> right now because honestly, this couldn't be any more synergistic. Mm-hmm. One, I feel like we work so well together. And two, I'm such an integrator and my passion in mm-hmm. life is talking to people, connecting with people and then connecting people I love with other people I love like good people with good people and the podcast connector just wraps that all up into one company and I get to do my favorite form of media which is podcasting yeah with you with my favorite person totally (laughs) well I think it's so fun because we do work really well together and I don't work that well with all my friends but I feel like it's very like like generator projector I'm not an integrator at all (laughs) I'm much more visionary energy like I get stressed by the integrator stuff <laughs> I um, work so well with visionaries yeah so I, like take the big ideas I'm like all right how can we break this down and make this applicable to right and mm-hmm. realistic to right now mm-hmm. totally yeah well maybe we can get into some visionary integrator stuff at some point because I think that's really helpful actually yes we need to do a podcast topic on mm-hmm. that because Danielle and I just recently learned through our executive mm-hmm. coach that she's a visionary and I'm an integrator and it's not just important to know who's what in your business but how people hear things and see things and how they work because mm-hmm. it eliminates friction yeah. and allows people to work so much better together and appreciate different skill sets. And it can be a huge conflict and reason why companies don't succeed and teams don't succeed is because they don't know how to communicate with an integrator versus visionary. Yeah. Well, and also for hiring because mm-hmm. I find that most visionaries, they will hire other visionaries and then nothing gets done. Like for <laughs> so me, true. Right, Kelsey is, is my integrator. It, like I have to have the balance and a lot of people don't, when they don't know what they are, they will hire the, just more of them yeah and nothing's and then they get frustrated yeah. and yeah. think they hire like they get frustrated with the person expecting them to change yeah. but it's the way their brains and their like it's the way they're built yeah totally. so you can't expect a visionary to be an integrator and vice versa you need to hire correctly for the role yeah totally I feel like that overlaps with human design stuff too but definitely yeah we should, okay. we should I love get this. all into that I love it we're already going there <laughs> well okay so for people who aren't familiar with Kaylee so she is a co-founder of ClearStem Skincare 
Do you want to tell us a little bit about ClearStem? Yeah, we started back at the end of 2017, but honestly, I feel like we became more of a company within the last two years. The first two years were very, very scrappy, (laughs) very Mm -hmm. building as we go. We had one singular product, still figuring out our place in the market, our packaging, all the things. But we as a brand are anti-acne and anti-aging and non-toxic. And we created our own space within skincare. I remember when we were building ClearStem, we worked with different consultants. They were like, you can't do both. Mm -hmm. You have to choose to either market towards anti-aging or anti-acne. And we're like, see, that's the problem is people need both and they're getting confused and so much misinformation. So we developed this because acne products age your skin. It's accelerate aging. Mm -hmm. Anti-aging products most of the time break you out and don't help acne whatsoever. And then you have skincare that's filled with hormone disruptors that is causing more damage. So it's like, let's bring it all together, create a non-toxic skincare line that's very corrective. And the last two years have been a blast. We've gone through a rebrand. We've scaled from one product to 11. And we have two more coming out before January. So it's been so much learning the last two years and we've done a lot of growth with no fundraising which I feel like brings a really fun perspective because it's I talk a lot towards how to be how to grow while you're being lean with with capital I think that's a really really valuable skill I mean I think there you know there's so many different ways to build a company and I feel like like I even just the expertise for people of fundraising is you know one skill set but I think it's such an it's such a useful and interesting skill set to be able to grow lean because a lot of people I mean, most people can't do that. And that's why they give up. Yeah. You know, because it's difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. But actually, I had never heard you say before that like consultants were saying you couldn't do that. And it's so funny because it just I was hearing somebody earlier today and they were saying like signs, you know, you're from the future is you're what you're here to do is something that's never been done before. And I've always like to my core known this and heard this so many times, like what I am here to create is something that I haven't seen before. And that's part of why half the time I feel like, what the fuck am I doing? Because (laughs) I'm like, I can't model myself after, after anybody else because it hasn't been done before. Um, And that's exactly what you guys are doing in skincare. And I feel like that's also very much like our friends. Everybody is very much doing something that hasn't been created before. Yeah. You know, and that, I think that's why I'm drawn to people like that, but it's just interesting. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm talking to people, they're like, Oh, you're in skincare that's such a saturated space that must Mm -hmm. be so hard honestly I've never viewed it that way I feel like that's such a limiting mindset to say I'm a company in a saturated market Mm -hmm. because I don't I don't know anyone else doing anti-acne anti-aging and non-toxic and I do not know anyone else and no one can educate the way we can yeah totally and so no I have full, yeah, I have full confidence mm-hmm. because no one can reproduce exactly what we've created and what we continue. Yeah, 100%. Create. So cool. Well, let's get into like how you got to Clear STEM because it's not where you started. So uh, give us a little background, maybe maybe coming from like your health background because I feel like that's where it, where it started. Yeah, so I've always been into health and wellness. Ever since high school, I ran, I played a lot of sports and I ran track and was a cheerleader. And I realized that certain things I ate during lunch, I would have different reactions for practice later that day or a track meet or a competition. And so I, gluten wasn't called gluten and people didn't talk about dairy. Yeah. And all, like people didn't talk about any of this, but I just realized, oh, hey, when I eat this turkey sandwich, I get really, really bad headaches and get sick later yeah. and I can't perform well. So Kaylee's really old. They didn't know what gluten was then. <laughs> She's ancient. <laughs> I am. Spry 30. <laughs> Whoops. It's just so funny. It's like, yeah, we know. didn't know what gluten was back then. Literally, no. No, but literally, it, it, 
like it was it's relatively recent when anybody labeled anything like gluten it is because yeah. even in college mm-hmm. um so I was always of the mindset eat what makes me feel good and it was in high school it was always towards sports um so eat what can make me perform the best later without what was that like, what I, I basically had like a turkey sandwich without bread like oh. I do the lettuce so you knew it was the bread you did figure out it was the bread. Yeah, okay. I figured out it was the bread. Again, no one called it gluten, so I, I just kind of stopped eating mm-hmm. um, pasta and and bread. But you had figured that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I didn't – yeah, it's, it's interesting because in college, it, it kind of came back and <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I had a PB&J without the bread. <laughs> <laughs> just mixed together peanut butter and jelly. I do that. <laughs> I because I love sandwiches. I so. What was that thing you said the other day where I was like, that's the most Kaylee thing I've ever uh, heard? Mixed you canned said, pumpkin, yeah, pump- almond butter, <laughs> and chocolate chips. I was like, that is the most Kaylee thing everybody else would I'm want. I'm like, how it. can I make a pumpkin pie? <laughs> I just mix all the filling ingredients. Yeah, those aren't the filling ingredients, though. Like, pumpkin pie filling is vastly different than pumpkin puree. There's, like, so much. Can you imagine if somebody made a pumpkin pie with literally just <laughs> Can pumpkin and almond butter. <laughs> oh that, my yes, god! Yes, that is me. <laughs> this is this is what we do. So anyway, so then college. I feel like I was. I I mean, I was the person that was still always ordering salads at lunch, just because. I realized that certain things I ate would make me really tired. So again, it wasn't about like heavy weight loss or anything for me. I did struggle with some body issues, but it was never about that. It was just about like how things were making me feel. So I ended up getting really sick at the end of college and doctors put me on like three different antacids, like all these prescription medications because they thought I had um, acid reflux and wasn't digesting food. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. And so I think I took the medicine for like a couple days and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like when I was supposed to be on these four medications for the rest of my life. So I stopped those and just changed my eating habits. Felt better. Then graduated college, started working a corporate job in sports and was working like 80 hours a week. Such a grind. They didn't believe in any balance. They literally said that <laughs> they're like we don't want you to have personal lives outside of work no Not personal me. lives yeah they didn't really want you dating like it was it was wild so I got back into different eating habits because I barely had time to eat lunch I was like scarfing down at my desk and I started to get rapidly sick again. First, it was a slip disc in my back, and then it was stomach ulcers. And then um, they diagnosed me with PCOS, which I don't have anymore. Yeah, no joke. They did, they diagnosed me with that in the hospital. Um, they had me, like, in the emergency room for two days, like, running all these tests because they couldn't figure out, like, why I had these extreme, extreme stomach pains. They finally told me to leave. They told me I had, like, PCOS and ulcers. And they were like, just let, yeah, just let me go. I was like, did oh. Did they tell you what to do about no, that? no. They just were like, stop taking Advil because I was taking Advil for my back. And they were like, stop taking Advil. It's making your ulcers worse. And yeah, you're just going to live with this. This was like an emergency room in Cleveland. With ulcers? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's wild. All right. So this like really kicked into gear me becoming serious about like diving into the research of health and wellness. Because I'm like, all right, I've had all these issues multiple times in high school, in college. Now again, like what is the root cause? So I am just like deep on like healthy recipes on Pinterest. Again, like Instagram had just started but this was back when people were just like posting random ass filtered yeah. pictures <laughs> yeah. um so I was like diving into Pinterest I was making healthy alternatives to everything I was feeling so good flash forward move out to San Diego um I start working another corporate job where I'm traveling all the time and again my diet gets wrecked again because I start going to I have to do wine and dine and do a lot of catered meals and go out to dinner and I like wasn't I'm, com- sorry. What? I'm waiting for the part when you start your vlog <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting there. Okay, I'm okay. finally here. I'm, I'm, I'm well, ahead of it. <laughs> we can cut some of this out. I'm no, rambling now. No, this is good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting ahead of it. And I'm really excited for you to talk about it. <laughs> so <laughs> traveling for this corporate job, all now it's like the worst of the worst health issues. It's like all these warning signs that happened since high school. And finally, like my body's about to just like knock me on my ass. So... I start in a matter of like. Is that when you had acne? Yeah. So in a matter of like six weeks, I break out with bright red inflamed cystic acne all over my face. I drop 35 pounds. I go from 100, like 125 to 90 pounds. And everything I ate was making me sick. Everything I ate was making me bloated. My hair was thinning out and I just, clothes were falling off me. I was embarrassed. Like I couldn't keep my jeans up. I was wearing baggy sweatshirts because I looked so emaciated. My skin was sunken in, like my cheekbones. And I remember looking in the mirror and seeing bright red cystic acne, so frail at 90 pounds and just crying because it was an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. Like I looked in the mirror and didn't see myself. And I started going to every single doctor and dermatologist and doctors thought I had an eating disorder. After me seeing time and time again, I'm like, I'm eating, I'm getting, I'm feeling so sick, I, but I'm eating three meals a day and nothing has changed working out wise. Um, but doctors thought I had an eating disorder. The dermatologist told me I had to go on Accutane and I went to specialists because I had lymph nodes that were swollen in my neck and the, the ENT wanted to just remove, like schedule th- surgery and remove them. Wait, that's interesting because when I was also super thin and everything mm-hmm. like i also had lymph nodes swollen i didn't know that you had that too. you could literally see them like yeah. the one that was running under my chin you could like i thought i had cancer yeah, I, I thought, had, like, it, was, hu- thought it was a tumor bump. yeah i didn't know you had that too mm-hmm. that's so interesting i wonder what that trigger is around the same time as well like within these same sets of months I had a breast tumor that my gynecologist found. She like during a regular checkup when she's checking your breasts, she found um, she found a growth and she was like, "Did you know you had this?" I'm like, "No." She's like, "Do you check yourself?" I'm like, "I don't. I don't know how. I'm like 24 years old. No one's ever taught me like how to check for breast cancer for tumors." And uh, thank God it ended up being benign, but I still had to get surgery because it was about the size of a golf ball. So all this is going on and I am just dumping money into doctor's appointments and getting frustrated after frustrated because no one's giving me answers. And at this time, I was very into holistic nutrition, but my world hadn't been opened up to naturopathic medicine yet. Um, I d- grew up on the East Coast, very traditional medicine, going to the primary care doctor, so I didn't understand. And I had a friend who brought it to my attention and I was like oh a naturopathic doctor interesting and so I go and basically get all these tests done the biggest thing I was diagnosed with was celiac also SIBO as well and I'm gonna make the long story of this short but got put on a supplement protocol a diet protocol where I was moving removing all gluten dairy inflammatory oils inflammatory fish you all all the things a very AIP and in a matter of of a couple months I gained all my weight back to normal and in a matter of like two and a half months my acne was completely gone and tying this into clear stem uh, because of the acne I still I didn't want to have any scar damage and at the my acne that I had was so severe it was going to develop those ice pick scars so searching around every facialist I went to just try to like sell me on their products and honestly it didn't do anything for my face so I found Danielle one less google search San Diego acne clinic I went 
and she opened my world up to health as it applies to skin. So we found out that I had 12 different acne triggers going on that were completely separate to things that were going on internally. So things like excess vitamin D, excess zinc, eating too many eggs every single day. I had poor clogging ingredients in my yeah, skincare and hair so conditioner. Yes, yeah, egg bowls every day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. We had egg bowls together. I know. There I would eat go. them every single day. Yeah. And so we found out I had, you know, 11, 12 different acne triggers going on. And so we eliminated them. I got on a protocol with her. And again, skin was clear in two months with no scar damage or pigmentation. And that's how Danielle and I met. And we realized that I had this huge passion for internal wellness because during all this exploration, I ended up going back to school to specialize in nutrition because I wanted a degree that or certification that coupled along with all the research I was doing on my own. And so we decided that... We created ClearStem because there was no no skincare in, on the market that was servicing acne and aging and educating it in the way we could. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, we like when Danielle wanted to create this company, I was like, this is bigger than just like in your clinic or in San Diego. I'm like, this can help millions and millions of people with the struggles that they're going through because acne is such a mental health crisis too, an identity crisis. And it's very overwhelming and frustrating for people because it is their health. And so I knew that ClearStem could make a huge impact for people and truly change change people's lives Mm -hmm. and that's where it was born so exciting well you uh you skipped the part where (laughs) you had a blog and then (laughs) I did I did I now remember on purpose okay I did I did skip it on purpose I literally forgot I'm so used to telling my story and like and chopping things out from being like keeping it simple that like we're here to get into the nitty-gritty we're here (laughs) well this is core to Kaylee and I meeting each other when we met how I mean god when was that probably five six years ago yeah it was a while ago I mean I must have been 20 I had to have been 20 years old I wasn't 21 yet no you were not yeah so I was I must have been 19 or 20 actually Mm -hmm. whoa so Um, during all this health stuff when I went back to school because you're actually the one that encouraged me to because mm-hmm. I was talking about looking into programs with you yeah but I just started my health and yeah blog. yeah and we were both on like side <laughs> side to them Instagram or whatever and then before DMs were a yeah. thing <laughs> and then Kaylee reached out to me and she was like hey I'm gonna be in LA and I had like had my well I had I was very publicly sharing my health mm-hmm. situation and my health journey and like we had a lot in common there and I mean I didn't know anything about you really before I saw met you like no I posted a lot of recipes yeah so, like, you didn't even see my face yeah on I had Instagram. No idea what you looked like I like no idea what you looked like I was like I don't I like your recipes and meanwhile I'm out there like my entire life and bowel history is on the internet right like I'm very like in your face yeah um but Kaylee reached out to me and she was like I'm gonna be in LA do you want to get dinner and I was like okay and it was the first time I had ever met anybody off the internet before Oh my god, she totally could have been a fifty-year-old man. But anyway, and I like didn't even know what you were gonna look like. That's um, so funny. That's just like so weird. Like you could have been anybody. <laughs> we a, I mean, I feel like we were, we were at a safe place. We met at Cafe Gratitude yeah, we in Venice. Cafe Gratitude. So it was like every time I see that Cafe Gratitude, it makes me think of oh, you. Oh, I love it. Yeah. No. It's so it, we got dinner and um we like split a bunch of things we knew from the get-go that we had the same taste. And we definitely spilled uh, split 
like the I think the kelp, the pesto yeah, kelp noodles and for the Caesar sure. salad. Yes, <laughs> classic. And the, and the mint chips. Like Duh, the, the mint chips smoothie. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. Anyway, so good. Anyway, we hit it <laughs> off. It was great. And then after that, after that, we just became really good friends. It was yeah. From there on out. Yeah, easy breezy, beautiful. And <laughs> then I like yeah, I don't know. We just got really close. And then I like came up to San Diego, and which is so wild. This is actually connected. I was meant to tell you this when I came in today, but I it was in this building which Kaylee had moved out of so the first time I came to see you in San Diego mm-hmm. which I think was the second time I ever saw you in person I think so too and I came to spend the weekend with you and you lived in this building and you were and I was triggered as fuck <laughs> because you were right you're right next door to the place that was like where I got froyo <laughs> that that awful night and it triggered all of my issues and right after that I lost all my weight and my whole body fell apart um and I was like what are the chances that chi- that this chick lives right literally next right next door <laughs> and yeah and then and I was the first person to get a bottle of clear stem besides you guys you were it, that was when we were literally self-labeling it with mm-hmm. a sticker on it filling it by yeah. hand sealing it by hand and mailing every single order wait we i don't even we barely i don't even we hadn't even launched our website yet you had, I think. no i was no. literally the first person yeah. like i remember coming in the door and you had it set up you're like you're the first person that's gonna get this and i was like oh my god and we yeah it was great but it's just funny because since then kaylee like had moved out of this building lived somewhere somewhere mm-hmm. else and like now years back. later she's back in the same build it's just like so funny how it comes full oh circle it's wild um but it's so this is so random but i'm just gonna say it but because it's on my mind but like when i was driving up today because i i go right past that place mm-hmm. that yogurt place every single time i see you here and when i was driving by today i was like i just got like a download they're like you need to go back there and i like oh, i know i feel like i need to go i feel like i need to go back there and get froyo there just to like finish the circle because I'm like I'm like healed I feel like I need to like I feel like it's important for me energetically like I think we should go back and I should get Froyo and be like I'm good I think that's a great idea because I feel like I closed out a chapter of my life full circle by moving back in this building Mm -hmm. for a year and I'm I'm moving in like two months out of it but I feel like I needed that like full circle closure Mm -hmm. so we should do that with the with the yogurt yeah maybe we can do that next week okay yeah I really feel like it'd be a good full circle moment anyway but it's just so funny yeah and then Kaylee yeah so and Kaylee and I have been like besties ever since and it's just so funny how how the universe works it's so wild yeah it's so wild um and then we had when was that a couple years ago Kaylee Danielle and I made a course Mm mm-hmm about how to get rid of your acne called ditch your acne I and love that. that was when I was still working in nutrition primarily mm-hmm. which I should probably explain my whole history on this podcast <laughs> I, I don't have you not I, done no. that oh man um yeah that and that was I mean I think that course is just so good like I, I it's so good if you have acne I highly recommend it like we're um again making out a lot of new changes mm-hmm. to our website still because we recently switched over from WordPress back to Shopify mm-hmm. we have a whole build out and that's gonna be a big new focus yeah to awesome. push yeah um, it is life-changing for people that course like absolutely life-changing yeah totally i mean because there's just so much to go into and there's so many potential acne triggers and that's why people struggle with it for so long you know and like we map it all out so you can get to the root of it for yourself if you are a podcast host and you are not already part of the podcast connector what are you waiting for this is a totally free service for you We know how hard it is nowadays to find really amazing guests that have something different to say. I've been hosting a show for over six years now, and I know it has gotten more and more difficult for me to find unique messages and really cool people. They're out there, but I go mostly on referral only, so I totally feel you. And this is why the Podcast Connector is amazing, because we get to know you, your show, exactly what you're looking for. And if we find a guest who is 
perfectly aligned, we will send them your way. There is no requirement for you to book the guest. You can just check it out, see if they're aligned. And we truly will only send you people who we think are perfect matches. So we won't be spamming you, but it is a no effort way for you to uh, find some really incredible guests and book them if you want. So if you are a host and you are interested in potentially getting connected with incredible people, again, there is no requirement to book them. The Podcast Connector is totally free for you and you can head to thepodcastconnector.com, apply today, and we will be in touch soon. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really interesting is, I mean, I have loved seeing you. I feel like you just have like really found your groove and I feel like you've just flourished in this position. I, I think as soon as you were able to really be a part, like build this company, I've just seen so many pieces of you come out and grow in a really beautiful way that before you just didn't have the opportunity to because of the different jobs you were in. And I think also just seeing how your lifestyle has changed so much because you were in a very like, I mean, clear stem is high demand in its own way but like i just remember when you were working for that college like mm-hmm. it was just like i had no idea how you did it you were traveling all the time it was I, it was impossible and looking I feel back like, on it i yeah. had no idea how i did everything so at the time i was traveling full-time working as a recruiter yeah and doing the blog and doing the podcast mm-hmm. for a while and building clear stem <laughs> yeah totally yeah so i literally was sleeping three hours a night yeah that was in- insane and like i feel like now you're at a really balanced place and just to see like the growth and where you're at now i think is really really amazing but it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine definitely not <laughs> so what i'd like to hear are in the journey of building clear stem what have been some of the things that popped up like challenges obstacles or just in general like that you weren't expecting because i feel like it was just like totally uncharted territory right and it's Mm -hmm. so much just like learning as you go what were some of the things that came up along the way maybe thinking back to the beginning where like fuck i didn't even know i was gonna get into this oh my gosh so it's almost i think as an entrepreneur building a company it's really good that you don't know how hard things are beforehand (laughs) (laughs) truthfully though because it could deter you because gosh for the first three years i feel like something was going wrong all the time like Mm -hmm. I just feel like for three years it was always putting out fires yeah Yeah. like nonstop. it was everything from one time we were on this huge deadline to get product to Amazon because if you sell on Amazon they basically punish you and you lose every single keyword ranking that you've built and we get this whole shipment of bottles in that were completely the label is completely the wrong color it was the pink bottles (laughs) it's our labels is like iridescent white on cobalt blue bottles and they came bright pink oh Oh my and I then Danielle was out of the country and I there was a pallet because it well at first they delivered it late because they tried to deliver it to my apartment complex and I lived in a high rise and I was like I can't accept a pallet so I yeah. had to get it rerouted which took another day to my friend's house that was like 35 minutes away inland because she had a garage uh-huh. where a truck could deliver a pallet I opened them up and I literally have a few hours to basically just get them to Amazon and they're bright pink and you can't just sell something different on Amazon because you'll get a bunch of bad reviews yeah. and like this isn't my product I ordered so how to just get really creative and pivot from that and I will share that that's where it really comes in handy that I had a presence on social media because I sh- I've shared from the beginning the building of clear stem I think it'd actually be fun to like go back in archives to like see the yeah. stories that I was posting um because I got on social media and I basically shared what happened I was like oh shit like look like what am I gonna do mm-hmm. and I started getting a flood of messages in from people being like oh my god I love the pink label I'm obsessed with it um some people were like I've been thinking about ordering clear stem for a while now but these labels are so 
cool. I'm going to order them now. Like this has finally sold me to order. Then I had the founder of Holy Matcha, this like really dope, aesthetically pleasing matcha cafe that also has a retail section in San Diego and they're all pink. The founder reach out and be like, oh my gosh, we want to carry the pink bottles. They match our aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And so it ended up leading to some huge, like some great opportunities and helped us get some more awareness and growth. But there are a billion things that that went wrong. And I do feel like my brain has always been wired. Sometimes I'll have like a five minute meltdown when something goes wrong. And then all of a sudden I like kick into like survival mode right away where I don't, I don't dwell on that issue. I'm just immediately like, okay, how can I fix it? Like, let me just feel upset for a second. Like, let me just get the frustration out. Let me like just give me five minutes to vent or cry or whatever it is. I need to get that energy out. And then how can I just go into fix it mode right away? And I feel like that's helped me see every single issue as just a growth opportunity because there's been a billion of them. I mean, there's been a lot of things that as a lean company, we've spent money on and got absolutely no return, which really sucks. Like some opportunities we've dumped eight to 10 grand into that provided absolutely no return. And that can be so frustrating when you're not operating with a lot of cash to begin with. And it's all your own in it. Like it's not from any outside investors. And so that's just, it's been a huge lesson as things go wrong, just learning. You just have to pivot. You can't spend too long getting upset about it. You just have to keep moving forward. So like, what do you have to do to make it work? Yeah. I feel like it forced you. It like forced you to take on that mindset. Cause I remember like watching you search. I felt like you started to change and like, like, I mean, in a good way, cause Mm -hmm. it, it, cause I could tell like you'd immediately just be like, it's not a big deal. What can we do next? It was like, (laughs) because you don't have time to waste. No. And it's like, if you can't, if you're going to sweat the small stuff and even the big stuff, you're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. Uh, That's how I feel. Yeah. You're not at all. Like, I can't even remember what my mindset was before. Yeah. You just have to roll with the punches. At this point, like, it's just so ingrained in my personality. Well, because goes wrong, it's like when you have a lot of entrepreneurs I know are very, it's like high achiever perfectionist, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's, you can either like let that perfectionism paralyze you or it's like, I'm just rolling with the punches and like, this is it. And so what do we do next? Yeah. Cause that like, these are the cards you're like, you can't change anything. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to do to make the absolute best out of it or recover from it or just in general, just move forward because yeah. that's what you have to do. Why did you guys not choose to take money or go that route? Um, or was it more like you just didn't think about it? We definitely thought about it because we've been pitched over the years like multiple times for investors and every single time I think we just want to bet on ourselves mm-hmm. every time and honestly it's been so good for us to make mistakes on a smaller scale. Like I can't even imagine if we were dealing with millions of dollars to dump into packaging and inventory and marketing. I feel like, I feel like we would have crashed and burned. Like mm-hmm. I do feel like we needed to learn all these lessons and things that went wrong on a smaller scale. I I mean, we've changed our packaging four times. Like it's here to stay now, but Danielle and I both are not design people. Mm-hmm. And so figuring that out, bringing outside people to help operating from a smaller scale rather than, you know, hire some designer for a hundred grand to completely do something because some people will do that and still hate their packaging. Yeah, so at wild. least we like found someone on Upwork for a thousand dollars and then we're able to do our packaging from there. So we were able to operate at such a smaller scale. And it, I, I love that it got, it got us to understand our consumer base so much better because we could couldn't dump money into paying for influencers. We had to learn to build relationships in a really authentic way with people who have a very influential presence on social media. Instead of just saying, instead of the trade being money, the trade was just education and value. Like we'd get on calls with all the different people we want to bring on as ambassadors. We educate them. We host IG Live. Like we build a solid relationship, and that I think that's what's built such a really a strong community and a cult following with ClearStem. Is it's because like we're on the same we're we're with everyone, mm-hmm. gr- helping everyone grow together rather than 
than just dumping money and just being a huge marketing presence. Yeah. Well, what do you feel like have been the most helpful things for you with growth? Like as far as profit, like what has made the biggest yeah, impact profit-wise? Yeah, like if wise? you think about, I feel like I feel like you guys have grown so much in the last year or two. Like, and I just wonder if there are any particular things you did in marketing or collabs or with products, or just anything that stands out of like, oh, that moved the needle. The biggest things that moved the needle for us is education. Mm-hmm. So when Danielle and I can get on a podcast that has a really strong community, you know, we were on the Almost 30 podcast and that has brought in the most revenue from us from any other podcast um, because their community is literally our demographic. Yeah. So when we can share our knowledge, because like when we get on podcasts, it's not even like we're talking about products until those questions are asked. We're giving education around acne and aging mm-hmm. and blowing people's minds and then that gets them a part of our community and they come to us for questions and we answer them. So I think it was the culmination of all of our hard work over the last few years of connecting and building relationships with influencers, getting on podcasts, being really consistent about hosting like Instagram lives where we're educating the ditch your acne course anything where we can establish relationships and educate has moved the needle for us the most Mm, I feel like that's such a I mean hole for other businesses what if they're running a business where they feel like there's not something to educate around as much like what if you're running I don't know like well I'm thinking about this water bottle in front of you and I'm like what if you're running a business like that like like, where that's your product you're like Mm. what am I educating about really so why are you special Mm. so it doesn't always have to be education but education is our value driver so but what's I think your what's, value what's driver great about but see this is why it's different because it's mm-hmm. like your education is not about me 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 it's about you 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 it's just yeah. like i'm gonna give you so much value so it's like if i have a product that's like i sell vases mm-hmm. right and i'm like this is why we're special that's true yeah you know what i mean maybe that's just a, so how, a, a product how issue I, so how can you help how are you helping someone solve a problem yeah so all about them yeah so like where's the value differentiator mm-hmm. how are you helping someone how are you changing their life how are you making it better, easier, more time efficient, money efficient, mm-hmm. anything? How are you making someone's life better? Yeah. Because totally. someone will buy if if a product enhances someone's life, either like makes them happy or saves them money or is contributing to their health in a positive way or just like something that tastes really freaking great. You know, that that's what you're doing for someone mm-hmm. else. So what are you doing for someone? Yeah, I think also like you guys are a great example of going beyond like you. It's a broader scope. It's like you're not just talking. You're not even talking about the products like you could talk about products products and acne triggers in in products right like pore clogging ingredients but you guys don't talk about just that like you talk about food and lifestyle it's like so far beyond that and I think that is a really teachable moment of like whatever you're educating about how can you expand it because I think that that's what keeps it interesting as well and companies and brands get so worried that they feel like they have to talk about their products all the time to Mm -hmm. sell but in reality a lot of people are selling are buying because they want to feel a part of a community Mm -hmm. or because they love the co-founders or love the team or love the mission or like what a company stands for and so they this loyalty is created because of their connection so it's how can you build a connection Mm -hmm. with the consumer and that's not just saying here buy my product here buy my product here this is why it's the best no it's it's solving a problem it's helping someone in some way yeah totally so what is your team like right now I think this is always interesting to hear like how hearing what people's team looks like like how many people are like in the business at this point so we have a mixture of internal people on our team and then agencies that we work with. Pretty much every internal person is creative and brand building. So we have someone in-house for social media and partnerships, which handle all of our ambassador programs, our brand partnerships, retail partnerships, which are starting to grow a little bit for us. Did you used to run the social when it first started? Mm-hmm. When okay. it very first started, I hated running social. Really? <laughs> I could not wait to get I that off my plate. I feel like you would like it. I, d- I don't like feeling like I have to post. I yeah. mean, even if you go to my personal 
Instagram, like back in the day when I was posting every day, every other day, when that was, you know, the thing is blogging and pushing out content 24 seven to grow. I did not like that. Mm -hmm. I want to post when I'm, when I'm inspired to and writing copy is not my favorite. I'd much rather talk into a podcast and have someone else take what I say and create it into a compelling copy. So we have um, people in house for that. Um, Someone in house for our website as well. So for web design and different things that we need done. And then we work with agencies for marketing. We work with a really small boutique agency for marketing. Honestly, does not feel like an agency. feels like an arm of our marketing team, which is why I love it. You know, we have weekly or biweekly meetings. We're on all Slack channel together. So they truly just, they feel internal. And then we have a PR and affiliate um, agency that we work with. um, One that we work with for Facebook and Instagram ads and another for Google ads. And then we'll be also starting Snapchat soon too under that same agency. I'm still on Snapchat? Yeah. It's still really good for oh, ads. Wow. I didn't mm-hmm. even, I'm out of it. I don't even know what's going on anywhere. <laughs> and then just had a call with someone at TikTok earlier this week to start our TikTok ads account. And I'm going to be running and learning that from the start mm-hmm. and then probably passing that along to someone internal because mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to manage than Facebook and Instagram right now. Cool. Um, so right now that is our team. Oh, and customer service. Yeah. Yeah. We okay. have one person on customer service internally. There we go. I think that's a great example. I, I think it's just helpful. I like, I like asking just about kind of some of the behind the scenes things mm-hmm. that people don't hear about like whenever I'm listening to podcasts about entrepreneurs I'm always like but I wonder like how it's set up like what is it actually looking like how many people are on the team like what are you organizing how are you organizing this because I think one of the most important things in business is hiring and hiring mm-hmm. smart so I think it's just you know we can probably do a whole episode on that because that's so key. That is a really good idea um and I think just to give people some ideas because most people hire out of order I mm-hmm. think and don't even know how to hire smart so I just always think it's fascinating I forgot we do have an Amazon agency mm-hmm. but the very first hire because it was Danielle and I for so long the very first person we brought on was for customer service yeah. because it turned into when we started scaling just like with our uh, when we went from one product to three products and then we went from me mailing everything out to a warehouse and a team mailing it out there that's when my full-time job basically became customer service so I was yeah. dealing with our warehouse and shipping and website stuff I was like this is not what I'm like supposed to do so that was our first hire and then our second hire was social okay wow mm-hmm. yeah we can't we should get into that more well um i think that this has been a very interesting intro for you i think it's great <laughs> i know uh, i haven't dove into this stuff for so long yeah, which is it's exciting fun. it's always fun to kind of go back to the roots you know um to wrap up tell everyone what your what you think like the must-have clear stem product is right now oh okay i think hydroglow or moisturizer yeah. i think the reason why i say that i feel like a moisturizer is the hardest one to find a product that you're obsessed with like it i is. feel like i've gone through a million different moisturizers mm-hmm. and never landed on one yeah. growing up and it's really hard to find a moisturizer that's non-pore clogging and it's also so corrective. It's so hard. They yeah. all have pore clogging ingredients. Yep. Yeah. So I would go with our Hydroglow moisturizer. Um, but of course, we just launched our pregame mask, yeah. our very first mask. So, so if you're weary about incorporating a new product into your daily routine, a mask is a great way because it's just a once a week thing. It's something that you can build into any skincare routine, no matter what products you're using. Yeah. It's so kick-ass, it's you guys. So- it's, I, I told Kayla, I'm like, I literally think this is the best face product I've ever used in my life because 
it's like you put it on like for five minutes and my face is completely different like noticeably different it's insane i've never used anything like that you know like yeah. inter- how fast like it's like very instant gratification to me so i can't recommend it enough everyone <laughs> all of their products amazing well you can find everything clear stem at clearstemskincare.com um and yeah i'm excited to have kaylee on the podcast now and if you want to connect with her you can go to her instagram kaylee.christina clear stem skincare on instagram anywhere else that we're missing pretty much all yeah so that's our intro to kaylee and we're excited to have you on the team kaylee excited to be here yeah all right well thank you all for listening if you have any questions topics you want us to cover on the podcast coming up definitely let us know hit us up on instagram at the podcast connector we'd love to connect with you that's gonna be it for today's show thanks so much for tuning in and we will chat with you again next episode thanks again for tuning in to another episode Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.